You're listening to the Prairie Town Basement Sessions. I'm your host, Ian Krochak. Hello, folks. Thank you so very much for joining me on this week's episode of the Prairie Town Basement Sessions, where we interview supremely talented singer-songwriters from across the world. All right, so we're picking up steam again here for Season 3. It's actually hard to believe we're on Episode 4 already. So some of you have reached out to me to ask if I've been taking a different focus this season by not having any artists as of yet from the U.S. or even internationally. It's always my intention to cast out a broad net. However, most of this depends on artist availability. I don't have a huge window to schedule the interviews each season, so my focus is to ensure that we have good, consistent content for you, the listener, and I don't want to have huge gaps in my release schedule. But I will say this. There are so many amazing singer-songwriters either right in my own backyard or within a province or two over. So it would be silly not to reach out to showcase them in the attempt to create awareness of their art and share their stories. So that's the scoop on that. If you have any more questions for me, I would love to hear from you. So please keep them coming. So speaking of incredible singer-songwriters a province over, this week's amazing guest is Brad Proudlove, a singer-songwriter from Saskatchewan, Canada. So I stumbled upon Brad's music probably about a year and a half ago during the throes of the pandemic. I think someone I was following had reposted one of his posts uh, on Instagram and started following his story a little bit. Full disclosure, I didn't even know Brad was a musician. I just kind of got caught up in his lifestyle. He lives in an old 100-year-old church in rural Saskatchewan with a lot of really cool farm animals and I thought it was a really good follow. But shortly after, Brad posted one of his many performance videos and I was completely blown away with his artistry, musicianship and songwriting ability. After doing some further digging, I realized that Brad had some music posted on the streaming platforms and I've been listening to it ever since. So to scrape a little bit of information off Brad's bio, he was born and raised in Saskatchewan and he's been writing songs about his flatland roots for nearly three decades. He was inspired by songwriting troubadours such as John Prine and Joni Mitchell and you certainly hear that in his music. I also hear a little bit of City in Color. In 2019, Brad released a single, Apart From You, that was followed up by an EP called Ruminant in 2020. And then 2022, he released a five-song EP called The Sun Can't Shine on the Same Dog's Ass Every Day. I mean, how could you not like the music when you have a title like that? One of the songs off that EP, Fair to Middling, charted quite high on the Canadian Indie Country Countdown. Brad quickly followed up that EP release with a solo single called Highest Horse, which was a song inspired by the easy living lifestyle of country crooner Willie Nelson. You know, there is lots more to come from Brad. I mean, and he's essentially exactly the person that we want to chat with on this podcast. His music represents the full tapestry of the prairies, all the colors, the melancholy, and the brightness. Ladies and gentlemen, my interview with Brad Proudlove. Welcome yeah. to the Prairie Town Basement Sessions, man. How you doing? Not too bad. So I just can't help but like look at, looking at your backdrop. Um, <laughs> is that is that like a backdrop or is that your is this that really is, your your house? This is my place. Yeah, we oh, live in a, a hundred year old, over a hundred year old church that's yeah. been converted. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because I I read that in your bio, but obviously, like it, I follow you obviously on Instagram and your and for folks that aren't following Brad, like they're they're incredible it's a, he's a great follow for sure because he's just weaves in his whole life and um and it's so damn interesting and i i did notice the church and uh and i'll tell you why because like i have lots of saskatchewan roots and we're like really rural saskatchewan yeah, sure. and uh i grew up a catholic kid and so the saskatchewan rural church 
scenery is just kind of woven into my my psyche eh? so tell me yeah. tell me about that yeah it, it, it's a uh, pretty random we were living in saskatoon and we just kind of needed a change i grew up in a small town uh so we were kind of looking to downsize a bit and we uh we didn't really like plan on moving into a church but we ended up looking at a couple different ones and uh this one just kind of i don't know it fit it checked all the boxes and it, it was cool you know it's, we wanted something different we wanted something unique and so mm-hmm. i think you pulled it off and so like where did the animals come in because it's like was that <laughs> was that there or like how, like what's the deal there no like there wasn't there was a, a bed and breakfast here before they had a, a another oh. little building and then that got moved out so there was just the church and a couple of other outbuildings and then we you know we came out here and we had uh our first couple years we traveled a bunch like we took our rv and we went uh down to the southern southwest states and like took a you know long time took their daughter with us and and then the one summer we went up to the Yukon and then after that we were kind of settled settling in here a bit more and we were like well maybe you know we'll try and do some animals and so we had some pigs and uh, oh well we got chicken chickens was first and then we got some pigs and then it was like well maybe we should get a cow and so it like the list the list just goes on (laughs) i'm sure there will be many more animals in the future but oh it's it's awesome like life must be so interesting eh? like i i I, yeah ever since i i've been following that i'm like ah man i gotta ask this guy what's the deal with that so so what's a what's a typical day look like for you then it's pretty uh idyllic like uh you know we get up and feed all the critters and send our daughter off to school on the bus she's like the only kid on her bus and then it's uh these days it's sitting by the fire trying to stay warm and we both kind of work online so that's you know we don't have to leave too often but when you do have to leave we're like super far from everything so yeah yeah no <laughs> we, we spend a lot of hours on the road too but yeah i can imagine big time All right so listen we'll we'll get back to this lifestyle thing because i yeah. think it's very cool <laughs> like folks if you haven't checked out brad's music like you got to check it out like immediately um and we'll share out the links and all that stuff when we're promoting this podcast but you know like i'm just i'm really curious like how, how did you get started into music yeah i always kind of was into music like as a kid i I wanted to learn to play the guitar and my parents didn't want to waste the money on a guitar that wasn't going to get played. And so they made me say, well, you have to take uh, piano lessons. So I took piano lessons. They told me I had to take piano lessons for three years before they would let me get a guitar. So like three years to the day, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, time's up. Let's get the guitar going. And, uh, you know, that was, I was probably maybe a teenager. Yeah. And uh, I just, I just kind of never stopped playing, you know, and that was it. And I, and I wrote songs from the get go, like, I was a bit of a sheltered, uh, small town kid. So I maybe didn't know a lot of songs to cover songs to play myself. So I kind of had to make up some of my own, but yeah, uh, but I've always, I've always been writing them. So yeah, and, and it's, you know, it's, it's interesting, like kind of researching this interview, talking about uh, looking at your influences. I know you on their website, this is John Prine and Joni Mitchell. And, you know, before I like, I probably could have just guessed that by hearing your music, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, yeah. And I mean, I mean that as a, a 100% compliment, because those are two of my favorite artists. Uh, jo- Joni Mitchell's definitely one of my top five kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, so the songwriting, like, were you just writing from what you know? 
um, being that small town Saskatchewan kid and having a guitar in your hands and going, what the hell am I going to do with this thing? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to say that, but I was probably a lot cringier uh, at the time. It it took a long time for me to kind of find my voice in writing, you know, like I, yeah. I wrote mostly really bad kind of wannabe pop love songs. But there was a certain point where I was like, you know, something clicked and I was like, okay, yeah, I like Saskatchewan. I like, you know, roots, folk, Americana style storytelling, John Prine and Bob Dylan and that kind of thing. And and that's kind of where it was like, oh, yeah, I, I, I kind of focus in on that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and then and it just kind of just kind of transitioned from there, I guess, organically for you or like, yeah. were, you, were you bouncing these songs off of people and get and maybe getting that feedback that was like, okay, I'm maybe you should pursue this. Yeah. And, and you know, that's a hard thing as a rural kid, too, is that there's not a lot of, you know, there, I, I don't know if there was anyone in my class that knew who John Prine was, or, yeah. you know, or yeah. would listen to Willie Nelson or whatever. So it was like I when I moved away and uh, got to the big city and started meeting more people that had that same kind of interest that I was more able to kind of lock it down and be like, okay, yeah, this is, it's not just me out, out in the boonies. That's, that's into this. There's other people. And so I could expand my horizons. Diamond ring Don't mean a thing And again Neither do these songs I sing Sounds just like A mockingbird Or some other Familiar tune There's a light that shines on you Like the ones in them old time Hitchcock movies do So close your eyes and go to sleep On my lap in the back So calm, vaporize all these words could be plagiarized, but I feel them just the same. Shit, maybe William Shakespeare. Feel a tune 
in my chest And it all just sort of stumbles out, I guess Same old song, same three chords The way you make me feel just don't sound right in words Buckle up and hold on tight Cause there ain't nothing else inside Just you and me and the stars above Living out some sort of borrowed love That I'm never giving back So you mentioned the big city So I, I don't know, was that, was that Saskatoon? Yeah. Or okay, because like I mean, I just I mean I I love Saskatoon. It's like love it. Um, yeah. Went to school. I went to school there, and uh, so it, it's uh, I think it's a really uh, really creative. There's a lot of creatives there, you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, and there's a lot of history and music there, obviously. So when you were in the big city and you started stumbling upon a broader scene and meeting other creative people, like were they similar to you? <laughs> like were they all these these folks coming in from the rural Saskatchewan to the big city to kind of meet similar people? Yeah, there was totally a lot of that. It's funny the people that you meet that would like also come from a random small town and have their own kind of similar but different small town stories and stuff you know and yeah. and then i i did like uh university i i kind of got in with you know you kind of fall in with the people that have the same interests or whatever and and it, it's interesting yeah the the connections that you can kind of put together there and it is like mm. you know growing up in it, rurally you you kind of have like a certain segment of the province that you got you stick to you know like oh i yeah. West Central Saskatchewan. Now I know all the hockey rinks and the high schools and, and you know the the pit party spots in in those you know maybe ten towns in that area. Yeah. And then you meet people from oh the other side of Saskatoon where yeah, they have the exactly. same thing. And you kind of you you travel the the rest of the province that way. You realize like oh it's the same over there. It's so far away when you're a teenager, sixteen or whatever. But it, yeah. it's the same things happening. I know that it's all, I mean, I, I love when we have these, like those light bulb moments too. So, and so when you were, so you got the guitar, you're starting to uh, write music, you're finding other folks, um, you move into big city centers where potentially you showcase your music is, so is it, was it Saskatoon where you started maybe playing live, live gigs? Uh, is that where it kind of started happening? Yeah. I like, I kind of tried to do my thing before moving to Saskatoon and it was hard like there's not a lot of venues and I played at a couple local restaurants and and I mean church yeah. I like I I did a lot of 
church performing as a kid but but then mm-hmm. saskatoon it was like oh i discovered open mic nights and yeah. things like that and and that's kind of where i i really did the majority of my first performing was open stages yeah and and just primarily as a solo act is that what you're doing yeah, 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 I had a couple buddies that I jammed with occasionally, but for the most part, I I really just me and the guitar it was was all I needed, you know. Right, and three chords and the truth. Um, yeah. <laughs> but so, and I'm sure you get this feedback. Like when I first heard, like I stumbled upon your profile during the pandemic at some point, and then started following, it, and then. I didn't actually initially realize you were a musician because I was kind of caught up in your lifestyle and your beautiful, yeah. <laughs> your beautiful photographs of your property at sunset. Like, you know what I mean? Like it just, yeah. they're incredible. And then I heard your, I got rooted to your YouTube channel and I'm like, holy crap. So, I mean, it's one thing to be able to play the guitar and then write like your thoughtful lyrics. And I know that's a, a word that's often overused, but it, they're very thoughtful. No, thank you. Um, but you have a just a wonderful voice, right? It, it's kind of the voice yeah. that can draw you in. And when I first heard your voice, you reminded me instantly of the, the gentleman that sings for the Sky Diggers and the Maze. <laughs> you know, you're not the first person. Actually, the, there's I used to work on a TV crew where they would always sing the Sky Diggers at me and like call me Sky Diggers. Yeah. That's, oh, is that right? That's funny, yeah. Oh, that's that's interesting. So, yeah, because I mean, I that's that the, that music takes me back. And yeah, inspired me to become a musician, and so I just thought instantly connected with your voice because of that, and then just and it's also got a tone of its own. Like, tell me a little bit about just how you've evolved as a singer. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. It's like I said, I I sang in church, you know, and then and then I went off to I went to boarding school in Outlook. Uh, Lutheran school and so I sang in the choir and we competed and toured and stuff like that and I sang in music festival and provincial honor choir and stuff like that and so I I had a lot of this like classical vocal training Mm. but I I never it never really I don't know it never really crossed over with the the folk singing you know like I think there was a point where I I realized I, I don't have to sing like a choir boy when I was writing my own songs, you know, and, and yeah. then I kind of just continued that trajectory. So yeah. I, yeah, I, I do have, you know, a classical vocal training, but I don't know that it, that it uh, corresponds a lot with what I do these days, you know? Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I know it's, uh, I, I, yeah, I just get immensely jealous of a voice like yours, right? <laughs> just a few takes and he's, he's done his songs. Like it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's impressive. Yeah. The so, guitar, on the other hand, is way yeah. more, way more takes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel that pain as well, but we won't go there. So cool. So then you're, um, you're writing, you're performing, getting feedback to just keep, keep on swinging at it. And then uh, I'm just curious about your musical recording journey. You strike me as someone that's pretty do it yourself. So is are you recording this stuff at home? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. pretty much it. Like I did when I was kind of first trying to thought, okay, maybe I'll I'll make a go of it and my parents helped me out and hook hooked me up with a recording at Karenport and I recorded a, a few oh. things there and and it, it never really nothing really ever came of it, but that was kind of my first taste, but instantly going into the studio i was like oh okay this is cool i this mm-hmm. is what I, I i like this and i like like well tell me about this microphone and tell me about yeah. what you're doing and stuff and the fact that like 
I, I could do this on my computer. You know, I, I don't have to have a, a fancy studio. And so from then on, it was mm-hmm. all, all do it yourself. And it's been a, a, a bit of a, like I've, I've gotten, I feel like I've gotten better the last few years, but it, it's a, it's complicated, you know, you're yeah. already, I'm already trying to play the guitar and write the songs. And now I'm tr- also trying to learn about like acoustics and exactly and how to mixing. And, and I mean, I'm still not, I, I don't think I'm very good at it, but I, I'm good enough to like sneak by, you know, and, and then moving out here to the church was a whole other level where it's like, Oh, it sounds good in here, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and I, and, and learning the different spots in the, cause it's really just one room. Like we have this one giant room. And so, you know, it's like, well, if I stand and record the guitar over in this corner, it sounds better and stuff like that. And so technically I don't think I have a whole lot of know-how, but like in, in my own, in my own place, I've got it pretty, pretty figured out. Oh no, for sure. I mean, it is, it's so well recorded. Like the quality is definitely, it holds up, right? Like it holds up to anything. Yeah. So I, yeah. So I, I appreciate that. And I know like I've dabbled at, with that myself in the past and I couldn't serve two evils like that. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. I got to the point where I just, cause I am, I I'm fairly technology savvy. Cause I, that's, yeah. I, that's kind of the job I do. It's just too, I, I get too geeked out. And then I, the other side suffers, you know? Yeah. No, definitely. I do. And I, I think for me, it's a lot of it is I'm way too lazy to go somewhere, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like, yeah, I can do it here and I don't have to put pants on and, and then I, and I'm too cheap. Like I I don't make enough money playing music to, so, you know, I've invested little bits here and there, you know, way more than I probably should have, but yeah, but the overall the overall experience of it is uh it, it's worth the investment i think yeah yeah for sure no i, I can appreciate you saying that because it's like a uh, to be able to to be able to juggle this too and so like i was looking at your spotify profile like the stuff online and was there anything pre-2020 on there <laughs> yeah. I, I just ask uh, uh yeah, there there does exist some traces of my past musical Bootlegged. exploits Bootlegged online, somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but I've I've done my best to scrape them all from the internet. <laughs> there yeah. was a, I put out a, a like full length album. Oh Lord, I don't know when. Do you know what year that would have been? Yeah, uh, like maybe yeah. 2003 okay. she says yeah and it, and it was uh, it's it's very embarrassing to look back on now <laughs> but that's just you know as artists don't like their old yeah. stuff but but and then there was like a few traces before that and then there was a few in between experimental periods after that where i i tried my hand at different things you know but yeah. but it was kind of like, you know, I, I always played and wrote songs and I, I didn't always record them or I, I, you know, there was large chunks of my life where I didn't play shows at all. Yeah. But then it was kind of like, oh, the, since just before we moved out here, the last six years or so is kind of like, okay, maybe I, I, I should focus a little more and and it, you know it was a it's like uh 
I, I came to this realization of like, oh, I don't have to put out like a whole album, you know, yeah. I can just like, oh, I've got like three good songs that are like I really like, you know, I, I've, I've probably got way more than that, but I've got like three that I'm like, okay, I really like these. Yeah. I'll just put those out and I'll put it on Bandcamp or whatever. Yeah. And then when I figured out how to put stuff on streaming, it was like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't get millions of listens or anything, but I can yeah. go to my friends and say, hey, yeah, you know, my new song, check it out, and Instagram and stuff like that. And yeah, but it was that realization that, like, oh, I, you know, I'm not like putting out, I'm not pressing CDs or anything like that. I just kind of want to share the music so I, I can do a couple songs. I can do one song, you know, and put it yeah. out and see, see what sticks. Woke up on the wrong side of the bed I can tell things aren't going my way Barely got two dollars to my name But trying to keep my head up just the same Cause the sun can't shine on the same dog every day So I'll bide my time Till the clouds roll away Well, this land ain't mine No good reason for to stay I lost my last time In the collection plate Walking along the line of poverty Just trying to feed a wife and a family Oh, and singing songs ain't doing that for me But here I'm still just doing Trying to raise our daughter to believe There's no limit to what she could achieve Yeah, even if her dream life's to be Some bullshit singer, some writer Well, the sun can't shine I'm the same dog every day So I'll bide my time Till the clouds will roll away Well, this land ain't mine No good reason for to stay I can't help but think That there's a better way Even when I'm 
Put out the the EP Ruminants in 2020. Five songs on there, right? That, yeah. that that's that's a really good that's a really good EP. What did you do to support it? Like, did you uh, was that one of these things where you just put it out? Like, again, was that that mentality? You yeah, know, just it, put it was. Out the universe. And and that was probably the first one where I was like, well, I'll maybe try and like post about it on social media and 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 kind of like advertise myself a bit. And and I did a, a couple of shows here and there. And uh, just after that, I my day job i i worked uh i'm a tv camera operator and i worked for sastel max and we would film these little uh live concerts in small towns all over the place and and so after i put that out the the guy who books the concerts contacted me and was like hey you know do you want to do one of these sastel max on-demand shows and i was like yes i do and you don't even have to tell me the details i know them already because i work i work for you exactly and so i i got to have all my like old work buddies that i hadn't seen in a couple years because i had moved out here they all came out to cadillac and we filmed a little concert and and so that was pretty cool you know but that was like okay i'm i'm gonna try and do uh, more than just send it out to my friends and yeah. see what they think, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I'm glad, I'm glad you did. That's one of the things I, I loved about starting this podcast, right? It's like, I'll just stumble upon these things. And then I'm like, I, I, always, I instantly have this thought going, who is this guy? Like, yeah. <laughs> like I, how come I haven't heard his music before? So yeah. then, so then the latest album uh, or EP, the sun can't shine on the same dog's ass every day, which obviously yeah. is a, great title um <laughs> thank you. you released that uh was it last year yeah it's been about a year now yeah i think yeah and so tell me tell me about the concept of that and, and how that came to be you know it was the same thing where it was like oh, i had i had some good songs you know i had usually i like to have like three or four at least good songs and and so i had you know all of those songs I had like kind of recorded and I, I wasn't super happy with and, and I kind of pushed aside. And then I when I was I decided, oh, you know, OK, I've got enough songs. I'll, I'll, I'll put together a little EP, uh, but I'm going to start all over. I'll, I'll re-record them all again. And so I, I redid everything. And uh, it was, uh, it all really clicked and, and it went really fast. Like usually I spend days 
doing stupid guitar tracks and getting angry and I have to walk away and come back to it, you know, and most of the songs was like, oh, I, I do like a couple takes and, and I'd feel like, you know, I should probably do some more takes because like it, it's all I only did like two, but it, I kind of like it, you know, yeah. and so it was like that where everything, everything kind of just clicked together really fast. And the the mix all came together really fast, which is very, very out of the ordinary for me. And so that as that was I was kind of doing that. I was getting jazzed, you know, like, okay, this is going really well. Maybe I should give a little push. Maybe I should, you know, push for some radio play and uh, yeah. get on Facebook and spam my links to podcasts <laughs> and playlists and stuff. And, exactly. And so I did a bit more of that this time, but it was just kind of because it was like, oh, it feels, it feels like this is really like it's got momentum and you want to keep that momentum. Yeah. So it's tapering off now. It's been like a year. And now I, I, I realize I got to do something else. <laughs> I know, but is it, is it a fun though? I just get giddy about that kind of stuff about just pushing something out there and just kind of you know hustle a little bit you know yeah. with whatever network you you can find yeah and and see where the damn song goes yeah um and maybe be pleasantly surprised because i've been watching so is it fair to midland right yeah Canadian, and you, and I, you got you charted pretty high there i'm i'm pleasantly surprised as you said i'm I, it was that song kind of i got some feedback from a few people and uh, old Blake Berglund, he messaged me when he heard it. And, you know, it was like, oh, okay, well, then this is a good song. You know, maybe I should, uh, it sounds like it's a good song. Maybe I should kind of focus in on it a bit. And and so it was really nice that it kind of, it, it caught a few people's ears. Because it was one of those songs when, when I wrote it, I was like, you know, it's I'm playing it and, and it's the, the guitar part is it's beyond my capabilities i don't know where it came from you know it's one of those things where it just all of a sudden you start i started playing it and it was like wow this is cool and then i wrote the song and i was like wow this is like maybe a pretty cool song you know yeah. and, and so it was one of those songs where it's like i felt that it, it was a good song and then other people started to say oh you know that's a really good song i was like okay okay because usually the songs i i really like or not do you get that where it's like oh, oh yeah. the song the song that you like the least is always the song that everyone loves yeah yeah what's with yeah. that <laughs> i don't know i don't know i don't know maybe i i in my case i i deduce it to the fact that maybe i was trying too much to write that song yeah and, and yeah, the ones totally. that I, the ones maybe I didn't, they seem to do better. And I just, yeah. maybe this shows you just, you can't, you can't fake it. Like it's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, I would say that's it for me anyway, but I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. I flipped it back on you there. <laughs> no, I know it's, it's kind of funny though, but it, it does happen. It completely happens. Right. Yeah. And the, the thing about your song, like I hear, um, I hear city in color. I, yeah. I hear, I just hear the John Prine and I, I hear you like just as an independent singer songwriter that's just been pulling from all these different influences, right? That there's a huge audience for that song, I think. You know, no, so I, uh, no accident, I, I guess. I, I mean, like, like I said, I, I'm surprised. I've, I've been 
very pleased that it's reached as many years as it has you know and, and that's that's all i'm really i'm really hoping for you know i i'm not uh i'm not pushing to make a million dollars or anything like that but if i could write a good song and people could hear it and and, and be like yeah that's a good song oh dust it off i'm done i'm good exactly well i think you've accomplished that man and Sweet. so like on, i'm retired on that- now exactly yeah. just exactly check it off Quit the while list. you're ahead yeah exactly exactly <laughs> we'll never hear from you again so do you have some new tunes coming or what's yeah uh, what's the plan yeah i i've been working on a couple you know it, it, it i think you said before it kind of ebbs and flows and and uh i spent a lot of time pimping the the last release you know and 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 after a while it was like oh you know i should maybe write some songs so i've got a few in the tank and i'm kind of just getting my my wits about me it's funny i i have this like seasonal thing too where in the winter i've got my fireplace on and it's really loud but it's freezing cold if I don't. And in the summer, I've got the air conditioner on and it's really loud, but it's like a zillion degrees if I don't. So like I have these windows where where I can record where it's nice yeah. and, and quiet and, and fall. I, I had a little bit of dabbling in the fall and then in the when the spring comes, that's usually when the, the, the best of it happens. <laughs> I love it. It's like a, it's a seasons of a songwriter. Right? Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> that's a, but if like a, a song comes spot. to you in the wrong season, then you kind of have to sacrifice your comfort. You know, you either got to sweat it out or you got to shiver it out. Yeah. That's hilarious. And, and any plans uh, for any uh, performances down the road? Yeah, the some possibilities of a couple of things, nothing really concrete. We've been uh, the old folks in Valmarie have been putting on a bit of a open mic night at the hotel. Yeah, jam session, my wife says. Right on. But yeah, we've been we've been doing the open mic at the hotel and that's pretty fun, you know, I go out with the the old timers and they have big binders full of cool old songs that you never even heard of and they're like yeah let's play this one it's in c and i just kind of like okay i'm trying to follow along but it's a blast and then there's this one guy who busts out the saxophone every once in a while and and you know my daughter i play with my daughter a lot and we kind of been working on songs you know we we're we're trying to find common ground in the like i'm a old folky guy and she's into whatever kids are into these days that i don't understand and so we try to meet in the middle somewhere and that's been fun you know that's very cool and so yeah other people in your family play play music uh pretty much just me and uh my daughter it's one of those you know we we pushed it on her (laughs) out of it was done unto us and so she's kind of she's really got a talent for it it makes me very proud right on well you know what man it's it was an absolute pleasure chatting with you i glad uh glad thanks for taking the time um yeah i'm like a i'm like a huge fan of your music for <laughs> sure and and i know you and i will stay in touch online we we do yeah. i think through social media whatever and um uh yeah we'll be able to definitely sh- get the word out thank you
four wheels on the road One day at a time Always on my mind Seems like such a heavy load I took your advice South
I would like to thank Brad for joining me on this week's episode of the Prairie Town Basement Sessions. As you heard during the interview, Brad is incredibly humble and may likely have no idea how talented he actually is. I think there are some very good things to come from him in the future, and uh, please go check out his music. You can find it on the stream platforms. Also, the production and talent shines through on his many performance videos, so you want to check those out as well. Also, he's an incredible follow on social media, so look his name up, and uh, it's a good investment of your time to give him a follow. Thank you all for joining me in today's episode, folks. This episode and others can be found on Anchor and all the major podcast streaming platforms. If you'd like more information on past and future podcasts, Please also feel free to visit my Instagram account called Prairie Town Basement Sessions. That's all for today, everyone. Please remember to take care of yourself and others. And until next time, my friends.